0: welcome you're listening to another episode of amateur hour a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports i am one of your hosts max along with your other host stress in this podcast is brought to you by the believe network every topic every team everywhere hashtag do you believe without further ado let us talk sports It's your hour, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 100. Oh. 100. <laughs> uh, we are super excited to be here today, and we are we have a special guest today. We have uh, an, an exciting interview uh, with Mr. Floyd Brown, owner and CEO of the Arizona Flames. Uh, The Arizona Flames are a team in the ABA, the American Basketball Association, uh, and there's a lot of great stuff that we talk about. Uh, So Shrey, are are you excited? Dude,
1: I'm hyped for this conversation.
0: I'm hyped for this conversation. We hope you guys enjoy. Uh, Without further ado, though, we're going to dive right in. All right, folks. So we are joined by a very special guest today, Mr. Floyd Brown, owner and CEO of Of the arizona flames so the arizona flames are one of the newest teams in the american basketball association Um, but quite literally like an actual fire they have been burning up the scene they've been making a name for themselves really really quickly Uh, and after just one season there are a lot of people that are starting to know the name and i have a feeling that that's going to get even bigger uh, within the next 12 to 18 months heck maybe even sooner Uh, so floyd thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Trey and I are thrilled to have you. And yeah, thank you for being here.
2: Hey, man, thanks for having me, Max and Trey. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, Although it's called amateur hour, y'all sound like (laughs) professionals.
0: Appreciate that. (laughs) Appreciate it, we appreciate it. All right, well, hey, we like to get the good vibes rolling. First things first. Floyd, what is a weekly high that you have had over the past week? Can literally be about anything.
2: It would be... Sunday. Um, Sunday was a very big day. Um, emotionally, physically, um, just all around. Sunday was our first open run and tryout at Avondale Sports Center. Uh, compared to last year, we have grown by leaps and bounds. Our first tryout last year, we had four people show up. This year, we had close to 20 this year. So the word nice. is spreading fast. Nice. Um, it was, it was definitely a high, not only because it was Easter Sunday, but it's also uh, the 10-year memorial mark of when I buried my brother, uh, which is the whole reason this Flames organization even exists. So that's been my emotional high for the
0: week. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's, that's powerful stuff. And just, I mean, on those numbers, too, like in a year to go from, and I mean, this is just the first tryout, right? And it was Easter first Sunday first think one about brother. the next one
2: and and that was just the first batch that applied to be at that particular tryout we have tryouts every Sunday um well we have one next Sunday uh the 16th and then every Sunday in May and we mm-hmm. have so many submissions for guys wanting to come play for our organization so it, it's Max's and Trey it's been a real high brother like yeah. real for real
1: yeah, so that's, that's awesome. It looks like you're going to have a good group to pick from just from the output of the first couple first couple of weeks. Brother,
2: it is, last year we only had two months to put the team together. I bought the yeah. team in July. We started tryouts at the end of August to be prepared for a season that started in October. But like money bag, mm-hmm.
0: yo, baby. I got time today. <laughs> yeah, last year you're like, hey, oh, oh, hold up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like
0: prime coach prime right
2: now. We coming. We coming.
0: Yeah. We coming. <laughs> Wait, so Floyd. So you mentioned, um, kind of, uh, you mentioned your brother and him being the whole reason that you're here today, and kind of the original history of the flames. Can you talk a little bit about? how this got started, because a couple of years ago, I don't even know, the the Flames didn't exist. They weren't in the ABA. So how did this whole thing get started? How did you go from not even knowing about this to owning an entire basketball franchise?
2: So I was uh, working for a couple of uh, solar industries that kind of took advantage of my pockets, to say the least. Uh, didn't get paid like I wanted to and I was just so frustrated it was like two weeks before my birthday in July and I'm like man this is not it I did not come to Arizona for this you yeah. know so I was just looking at some options and Facebook is a is a dangerous but a- interesting tool at times those memories that pop up sometimes can either trigger you or jar you to do something different and uh, one in particular memory came up about a previous team that I own called the Danville River Hawks. Uh, we played in a league called the PBL back in 2014 to 2016. Uh, so I was just looking into some options and then um, clicked on the link for the ABA. And uh, this guy named Ross Curlin hit me up. He's uh, the expansion coordinator for the ABA. And we got to talking and it just made sense. Um mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do something to have an impact. Uh, My little brother was killed by a drunk driver in 2013. Uh, From his death settlement, the exact amount that I got was the exact amount that it cost to start a team uh, back in 2014, it was 6,500 bucks. And I just want that money to do something positive, bro. I'm, I'm from an area where a lot of positive things don't happen until something happens, you know? So um, starting that team with a, a, a friend of mine back then was was huge. And the impact that we had on the community of Danville then is what made this so solid for the Arizona Flames. Uh, the name The Flames actually came from my little brother being born. I was jealous. I was eight years old. I was used to being the only kid <laughs> in the house. When they brought him in the house, I set my toy box on Flames, bro, because I wanted to be in the <laughs> Yeah.
1: So, you were hot. Yeah,
2: oh bro. I went, <laughs> I went from being the the pride of everybody's eye, the apples of everybody's eye to hey, pass me that baby. Pass
0: that <laughs> baby. <laughs> you're like, Hey, wait a minute. And you're like, you're like yeah, minute. when I'm mad, I'm mad. Let me let you <laughs> like, know.
2: Like, let me see what these matches do. Oh, so those in <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, everybody's in the front room. Oh. That's a
1: fire! That's a fire! You were giving them a show.
2: <laughs> you were the show, bro. You were a show. But uh, I got my butt whooped by I got my butt whooped by everybody in that house that day. It was probably at least twenty five people in my house. that
0: day And they just passed you around once one stops, and like, all right, right your turn.
2: That I was I was going for, not the way I wanted it though. <laughs> So uh, July 15th is when I actually signed the paperwork for the Flames organization to be in existence. Uh, like I said before, we had a short amount of time to put everything together. So social media was 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 very huge and instrumental in building what we started. Uh, found a few guys to come out to some tryouts at the YMCA. Uh, people were, were jiving with it. They were like, okay, this is something different. Uh, the the formula that I have for the Flames kind of resonated with a lot of the guys. Uh, it's mm. built on what I call the HIT program. Honesty, integrity, and transparency. Mm. And that's something that a mm. lot of um, minor league or semi-professional teams don't offer. Mm. Uh, they trick guys into coming to play or coming to their area and mm. don't provide everything that they say they will. So I try to be one of those uh, organizations that... Uh, under promise and over hmm Now, do we have hiccups? Yes, we all have hiccups, especially being a first-year team, uh, but we've managed to accomplish 98.9% of the things that we set out to do.
0: Yeah, I, I think even more too, like just going from like your plans for the start of the season. I mean, being able to have halftime shows and timeout performances, and getting butts and seats like you did, like the numbers for some of those games, and I can I, I know this because I was there. Um, <laughs> getting those butts and seats, I mean, again, from like literally going from zero to hero within a couple months, uh, that is crazy. So I, like, what are, what are some of the things then you would say? Like, what are some of the challenges that you ran into? Because this was definitely not an easy season. But one of some of the things, like owning a franchise for people who. I have no idea what that's like. Like, what are some of the things that you run into on the day-to-day and then, like, as a whole?
2: Um, we are in a league called the ABA, which has been in existence for a very long time. ABA was prevalent in the eight, in the NBA starting, uh, utilizing some of the teams and some of the players. Um, one of the things that we encounter with people not taking us serious, uh, it was a short amount of time. We say we're a professional basketball team. People are like, wait a minute, we got the Suns here in Phoenix. Uh, we, what is the ABA? People didn't even recognize the ABA was still in existence. So one of the first things was building awareness. Um that was that is a challenge that we face daily. Uh, constantly keeping up with the times. Like I said, I'm not tech savvy. And it was just me and uh, two of my uh, two of my other owners. Uh, trying to put this thing together we some old guys we don't know about these computers and all these social media platforms <laughs> and all these bots that you can have doing things we did <laughs> grassroots actually going to look for the right people
0: right. uh, which
2: in turn can be a problem here uh, in Arizona because not everyone's from here not everyone has the same goals and visions uh, right. some folks have a sense of entitlement some folks have a sense of work but don't want to put in work so mm. finding the right people finding the the right places for us to play and the practice finding the right companies to get behind us and just showing that we were going to stick around that we weren't just here to be like hey we got a basketball team we need your sponsorship dollars and then we're not around uh so <laughs> another challenge was the financial aspect of things like i yeah. said i got robbed by two solar companies before i did this and This was built all off uh, of my savings and a couple of my partner's hard-earned work that they would normally put into their families. So,
0: um,
2: you know, stealing from Peter, paying Paul was was a a big thing in the season, just making it through the season. So some of the challenges were, you know, just dealing with people, finding the right people, finding the right people with the right mindset, finding Mm -hmm. people with the right work ethic, and finding people that could actually play basketball. You know, some people say they can play basketball, but uh, playing organized basketball on a professional level is 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 a whole nother level of basketball.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you're playing against some like some some beasts down there too, and some freak athletes, and some guys with like the biggest basketball minds you know you've ever seen. So Absolutely. that you know, from a player standpoint. That was something that was huge because you you think you're okay and you think you like oh I, I you know I've seen all the comp I can see like I'll be all right. No, it's a whole other <laughs> level. And I think you talked about something
1: key too when, uh, in that you you put people in a position to succeed, absolutely, and you found what they're good at and put them it because that's that's difficult. It's becoming Wait. it's interesting when you talk about all these sports stories of. You see people doing things that they haven't really done before, and they kind of get in over their head, yeah. and, and it becomes an issue for the organization. And fans can't really get behind it because they don't know where the direction is heading. Absolutely, it's key that you put people in positions that they feel comfortable in, because then they succeed, and then everyone everyone eats. So absolutely,
2: yeah. um, one of my things was is, is is just have people be good at one thing. Just just yeah. come in and master right. what you're good at. The rest of it is just going to pan out uh, with mm-hmm. the work and with the with the with the uh, practice that we put into it. Uh, yeah. We probably were one of the only ABA teams that practice two, three times a week. And that was just because yeah. we need our guys to have time to gel. Right. Uh, you have to know your audience. You have to know your crowd. And that's in everything that you do. Because sometimes pieces don't fit characters clash or personalities clash, you know. Uh, we're dealing with guys, we, we don't pay a lot in our program. Most that we, our compensation is the opportunity, the game, film, uh, the promotion, and the marketing. So you're asking guys to, hey, maybe not work today, to go work out. And then, uh, maybe not uh, be with your family today because we got a game today. So uh, taking all of that in stride in a short amount of time, I'm, I'm thoroughly pleased with how we finished the season. Um, As an inaugural team, coming seventh in our division, we had a chance to go into the play-in playoffs, but I chose not to for financial reasons in order to build this team uh, starting now. That way, we are a prime contender uh, season two. Uh, Things are scary for the rest of the ABA teams right now because – how we move so professionally how we do things with the integrity and the transparency and the honesty that we do we're very attractive to all of the players that are around us from other teams from other leagues in the area guys that have never had an aspiration to play ball professionally i'm like wait a minute there's an opportunity for me to actually play professionally in yeah. this town and go to another level. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's so much that is just coming from this that is just so exciting. That's what I say. I, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, opportunities like these don't come about unless I'm part of the Arizona Flames. I do not be a part of the Amateur Hour podcast if I don't meet Max. If I don't yeah. meet Max, you know, my season doesn't go the way it should because we're missing certain players. Uh, we had players that were a draw to other players that uh, end up being like a, the same type of magnet that pushed other players away uh, from the program, which is exciting, you know. Uh, so I'm excited, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, lo- and we those love just, it. You no, know, seriously. And that energy, and like you said, the honesty and integrity, I think. And also, too, the um, – like you said, the professionalism and also like how the 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 media and social media presence is growing in a positive manner. I mean, you can already see the Flames uh, are doing outreach within the Phoenix community, you know, whether that's going to, you know, local soup kitchens, whether it's going to retirement homes, spending time, you know, donating things, donating their time, having the guys come out. Um, that's huge. And it's something that, you know, professional teams like the Phoenix Suns do and what the Flames do. That that's kind of great is making that professional aspect of basketball accessible to everybody in the community. You can go right. out and meet your favorite ABA athlete. Like they're gonna be there and they're gonna be somebody who can like, you know, meet you, cheer for you. Cause I would love to meet Devin Booker, but he's a busy guy, right? He's at the top of the top. But if I can meet my second favorite pro player who's on the flames, that's huge for me. And that's an inspiration to kids. That's an inspiration for adults. I mean, that's to make those moves in the Phoenix community within a year of Coming into fruition? I mean, that is crazy.
2: That The community is the whole reason why we exist, brother. Yeah. Um, we, we started out, our first community event was Andre's House of Hospitality. Uh, when you go down there into that zone and you see how those people are living, uh, there's actually some stuff going on in Phoenix right now where they're trying to get rid of that whole zone and that ho- uh, homeless encampment that's around Andre's house. But to go down there and... Uh, It was even young people down there, bro, 16, 17, 18 that don't have uh, the support system or uh, don't have the opportunities that we have. So being a part of that, showing people that we care is how people came to know that we existed. Uh, Andre's house, uh, Arizona friends of the homeless, um, you know, anything that we can get a part of that shows that we actually care. Off the court is what we want to be a part of,
0: right? And the ABA is—I'm sure the ABA is an organization—loves to see that too because they're also growing.
2: Uh, ABA is growing by leaps and bounds uh, since they started doing some um, some league enhancements uh, over the past few years. Uh, so we have an opportunity, brother, to be uh, to go from just a a team that no one knew about that is in a multi-billion-dollar industry to
0: changing yeah. lives yeah seriously and that's Absolutely. yeah that's powerful stuff so I mean Floyd you yourself you wear a lot of hats right like in the, it just in the realm of basketball but in your daily life as well you know coach owner marketing man operator player and you know a fan of the game so how does wearing all those hats kind of change the way you look at the game of basketball?
2: Uh, For one, the game of basketball, I love it. So it it makes me love it even more because I'm one that always accepts challenges. I've never had anything easy. Uh, I've had to work for it. So um, wearing so many hats is a good thing at times, but I'm trying to get rid of a lot of these hats.
1: Mm. Um,
2: There's, like I said, we're in a multi-billion dollar industry and there's no way one man can continue to build (laughs) a multi-billion dollar organization by himself.
0: Yeah, Um, You know, there are a lot
2: of apps like Fiverr and all these AI bots, but uh, I'm more of a people person. Having to actually accomplish certain things brings a a, a sense of accomplishment and pride that's unmatched by uh, a bot or, you know, a robot or, you know, something just just thrown together. Uh, So taking off some of these hats is my goal for this season. Uh, I've hired um, a merchandise marketing manager because a lot of people love our merchandise. It resonates with people. It gives them inspiration just seeing it. Um, uh, Hired uh, a social media manager because, like I said, I'm not all that savvy, but I did what I had to do to get us through the season. Now you'll start seeing, you know, our story in the raw, our story. In the, in the edited version on social media, the highlights and the clips and the graphics and all of the designs that are supposed to be with a professional team that make things eye-popping and catching. Um, we have a very great story. Our survival story is great from where we started to where we've come from, but it has to resonate with people and they have to be aware of it. They have to see it. So that's why I'm trying to take off some hats now because there are people that have expertise and fields that i don't that i want to come be a part of this organization that may be the missing link to us adding that extra zero to the financial plans in the next four to five months
0: yeah Um, right
2: the the dollars that come in from social media uh for some of these entities that i've seen and i've watched is crazy and we're leaving a lot of money on the table just having me yeah. Um, so we're looking to expand and spread, but we wanted to set a good foundation to make sure people are coming in, like my man Trey said, to succeed and not fail. Uh, right. Knowing yeah. how to put our aces in the right place. And
1: and allows you to focus just on the vision. Like Absolutely. you can, you can keep <laughs> yeah. you can keep that and and allow somebody else to <laughs> disseminate it to the people. Right. That's you said how it, works. it. I
2: couldn't get the words out, but you said it. Yeah. It allows me to work on the vision. Um, like I said, I'm, I think I'm a very smart guy, but I know I'm not the smartest in the room. And if I ever am the smartest in the room, I get out the room so I can go <laughs> do something else. Um, <laughs> and what I'm learning this year is step away, let folks handle certain things. I don't micromanage. I'm one. I'm asking people for help. Bring your ideas. Bring your work ethic. Let me tell you to slow down, but I want you to come in and go to work. Uh, I'm not one of those people that want to have to tell you do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, and then mm. come check on it. No, we we grown. It's a lot of information out here to learn. YouTube, yeah. Google, all yeah. this stuff you can learn from. Get yeah. busy. Your goals and your aspirations. <laughs> we could be a caboose to getting there, and all of us getting secured in the bag. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's I, yeah. That's a fact. But you you said Floyd, we're grown, but sometimes you know. It's sometimes people people don't realize that you know, and sometimes people have a little bit of an immature mindset. Um, And those kind of growing things are important lessons. You know, I personally have learned a lot about myself, about the game, about other people, how to deal with different adversity. I mean, that's and that was all within a couple months. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: I I I love watching the growth of people when they first come into the organization. It's like I don't know what I'm doing here. Then they kind of figure it out. They're like, okay, this is my role. And yeah. then they get good in their role, but then they start to figure out there's other things that I can add, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the players that we came in, some of them never played in an organized basketball game before. But we gave them an opportunity and gave them room to grow. And like people like Elijah mean, when he first came, Elijah wasn't interested in basketball, really. He was coming to try out with a friend of his that didn't last. But Elijah ended up being my most... Uh, most valued and most improved player yeah. of the season.
0: He got mm-hmm. most improved. Yeah, <laughs> most improved
2: every play this guy worked at practice, game, outside of it, he was doing everything. And mm-hmm. then you got players that are you know very talented on the court, but some of their character is not all the way there. So putting them in an the area where they can grow. This is this is a growth platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the hiring of um, Cordero Campbell as uh, kind of a new head coach. I mean, that's another big move. And because, Floyd, you – for those of you that don't know, at a certain point last season, Floyd himself had to kind of step into that coaching role, you know, because there wasn't – like during games, there was nobody to like call the shots, <laughs> make the rotations. So he's like, well, if I got to – put on another hat. Like if I got to do it. So, I mean, that right there, having an actual like dedicated coach and somebody who – knows the game. We're talking about like big IQ. That's somebody who knows the game. That's oh, going to be a huge leap.
2: Brother, that is that is going to like I said, this year was already scary, but me moving away from head coaching and allowing the Cordell to grow into that position where yeah. he has the expertise, where he has the respect from players, where he has the previous time of being on the court and sitting on the sideline and being able to see the game. Oh, bro, we we're dangerous next year, brother. <laughs> We're dangerous. I smell ABA championship. I smell it. I yeah. smell it. Yeah. Last year I could see it, but I couldn't smell it. Now I can
0: smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just year. waiting to taste it. Hey, be- what
2: Jimmy John <laughs> said the smells are free, so I got to smell for free. Now I want the sandwich.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's sweet. That's awesome. Well, so, I mean, Floyd, going, you know, looking towards the future and looking towards this next year, like, what are, can you share some of the plans that you're looking for, for the Flames? And what are some of the things you would like to improve upon from last season? I know we touched on a little bit of that, but, you know, what's, what's next for people who are in Arizona and people who are outside of Arizona? I mean, the Flames name, when are they going to hear about it next?
2: Well, you first start hearing a lot about the flames, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Like I say, me moving away from social media that is going to do leaps and bounds for us. I'm able to go connect with schools. I have a meeting today at 1.30 with a school that'll uh, give us, you know, a platform for us to be in the community with the kids on a regular basis, uh, working hand in hand with the school systems. But um, another thing is our broadcast. Uh, Like you touched on uh, at the beginning of the uh, interview, watching the growth of of the butts in the seats and the people coming to participate in the games, uh, our broadcast is very important this year. Uh, Abigail TV is our streaming channel. We have a 24-hour streaming channel that we haven't utilized yet because we want to have the right content. Mm -hmm. Uh, Building the actual production around the game is huge. No. Uh, coming to watch yeah. the Flames game at the beginning of the year last year was just coming to watch your, your your friend or your cousin or your homeboy come play, run up and down the court. It was no real fan interaction at media timeouts and timeouts. Yeah. This year, you're going to see a show. Yeah. There will be an opening show at the beginning of the game. We'll have uh, kids there for uh, training camps uh hour before the game. Uh, during the game at – the media timeouts. There will be activities, sponsored uh, activities during the end of the quarter. There will be games and prizes given away. Halftime show is going to be lit every game because yeah. we are with people from the community. Uh, we'll have a uh, after an hour uh, after the show, like interviews and podcasts with the players, so people can stay in tune with these guys and with their favorites and follow them as we progress through the season. Uh, and then just a lot more community involvement. Uh, yeah. So many people have seen that we have a helping hand and not a greedy hand. So they're inviting yeah. yeah. us to a lot more events. Uh, we just recently went to Ventana Wins um, Senior Living Facility with a group called Team Who I Am Foundation. My um, guy, Anthony Freeman. And we get these mystery boxes from Amazon. So we just went over there and did some trivia questions and gave away a bunch of prizes. And that resonates with people, bro. Yeah. That resonates. So you're going to see a lot of enhancements. One in particular is our broadcast this year.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, because that's huge. Because now at Shrey, you in Massachusetts, you can tune in and be like, oh, I'm going to watch my uh, favorite ABA team now tonight. We got no hey, plans. Hey, you got that <laughs> yeah. bass, huh?
1: yeah absolutely and i think i think one of the things about basketball too especially in this current age is that it's for for better for better for worse it's also like a very highlight driven uh culture right like you see you see on twitter you see the you know in the in the old days it was like hoop mixtapes and you know know, Ball's life and all that stuff so like having those as a part of your like you know social media and like allowing that like the people to see the gameplay that maybe aren't in the area and being excited about, oh you know, that was a nice move. Like I got to see, I got to see more and I got to see more and more and more. I think that's going to like really be cool to see as you guys progress into the next couple of years. Oh,
2: absolutely. Brother, uh, you touched on something. This is so highlight driven, uh, culture guys don't even finish plays. As long as they do the crossover and somebody, gets <laughs> you don't even care about the bucket. No more. <laughs> It's just the actual fight, <laughs> like you're talking about. So, they
1: Cut it off right before the bucket. They cut right it off. The
2: they don't shoot. You see somebody do this and they
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> and real, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we plan to bring all of that um, uh, to people's faces, to people's homes. Um, this merger with Roku and Abigail TV is going to be huge for us.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so, Shrey, we just got to get you dripped out in the uh, Flames gear now. Oh, absolutely. You know I'll be you know I'll be in it if you get it.
1: <laughs> of course. I oh, no, no not if.
0: It's when. Yeah. I love yeah it. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, uh, yeah, no, that's just, I mean, getting a broadcast, getting all that stuff going, getting the halftime shows. And, I mean, even this past season, the last three or four home games, I mean, I know I had a bunch of people come out for the games, whether those are like business relationships, personal friends, family. And the comment that I heard the most is like, "Wow, that was like not what I expected." You know what I mean? Like, like you said, mm-hmm. it's not just watching some guys in a gym. Because you know, I played in those men's leagues. I've had my friends and family come out, and they're like, oh, yeah, nice, good." To give you a little pat on the back, but like that was fun. <laughs> They come to a Flames game, and it's like, yeah, that was actually legit. Like they 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 got their you know times worth, and that's the biggest thing, right? They're Absolutely. giving up two hours of their day to come and watch something. They were entertained. They're like, wow, that was – and, I mean, whether it was dunks and highlights from our team or the opposite team, the energy in that arena. And that's local sports. You know what I mean? Five, ten bucks, I got a ticket. Now I got something fun to do. And the games end where I'm, you know, I'm right down in Tempe. I can go out or I can go back home. It's it's just – yeah, I'm excited personally just to see that.
2: That is is our formula to have highly competitive basketball at affordable prices for everyone.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: uh, there's some kids that probably want to go to a Suns game but just can't afford it. Uh, for the price of a Suns ticket, you can sit courtside or them they on our bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, little Johnny, it's uh, time to go yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, make another sure. <laughs> exciting
2: thing we will be doing this season. Uh, we will be having the 13th man this season. So businesses that have um, an interest in doing game night sponsorships, uh, whoever your highlighted employee is, or if you just a fan of the game, we going to get you a jersey, come sit on the bench to really promote your brand. Yeah. Uh, wow! We played against the Chula Vista Suns, and they had uh, one of their sponsors. Uh, Gomez attorney and one of his guys played in the game that we played in and he came out and lit up the court all 70 people that were there were there for him and every bucket he made sound like he was at a son's game so that excitement for the community we're gonna do that this season too
1: They said we gotta keep him as a secret weapon. Now we got to go.
2: (laughs) I was watching him before the game. I'm like, wait a minute, this dude—he ain't gonna watch the.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He (laughs) he didn't miss a shot. (laughs) What? We didn't have him on the scouting report. (laughs) What's
2: happening? (laughs) Like twenty threes in a row. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) And then he didn't come out in the game. They didn't put him in to the last two minutes of the quarter. So it was like, wait a minute. Boom,
0: <laughs> wow boom. <laughs> wow <laughs> They probably decided to attend that
2: we played an exciting league all the teams across the aba have something uh some type of talent or something to offer uh that we want to shine a light on mm. uh but my my goal is is to build more camaraderie around the league uh one of the things that we experience this year is a lot of peoples we're standoffish. No one wanted to work together because everybody worrying about you either poaching their players or stepping on their toes. Right. Uh, I'm not realizing my whole thing is to be an enhancement for everybody around. Me. Uh, as much as I like to to be the the foot in the door for people, I don't mind taking the back seat and let other people shine.
1: Right, uh, and I'm
2: not worried about giving people my formula because they can't perform it like I do. So, right, um, we go, we go. We taking over this league by storm this year. The yeah. flames are going to spread like wildfire in every home, in every gym, on every social media platform, every radio station, podcast that we possibly can. Flames are coming. What my boy Deion say? We coming. We coming. <laughs> <We're> coming. <laughs>
0: uh that's I mean and that's the energy that you need, right? Like so many teams crumble in their first season, crumble in their next season. Mm. So, I mean, for, for that, uh, yeah, man, that's that's infectious. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm sitting here getting the goosebumps here at my desk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, Floyd, I just want to change gears quickly here. Uh, you know, NBA playoffs are just around the corner. Um, so I want to ask you, uh, who is your NBA team? Like, who is the team that you consistently root for? And what have you liked or potentially disliked about how things have gone this season for them?
2: Well, Max and Trey, I am from Chicago, so I will forever be a Chicago Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. Win, lose, draw, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, <laughs> seems like we just had a play-in game or about to have a play-in game. Have you squeaked in. Yeah, it's squeaked in. The playoffs to sneak in there? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that. I don't know if we'll get out the first round. Not too sure about that, uh, but... We we got a chance. So Chicago Bulls is my team. Like I say, uh and and, and I hope we can get out the first round. I hope y- we can. Yeah. I hope we can make it past the play in game to get into the playoffs. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I like the I like the combo of guys that they have over there. Uh DeRozan is a beast. Uh yeah. Zach Levine is a beast. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our boy ball got hurt you know so that kind of put that's tough yeah some stuff caruso was doing so well and then had some injuries and you know so
1: you can't forget about big Vooch too oh you can't
2: forget about Vooch. you know he he gonna get you what he's a very consistent role player you know so uh max go ahead and give me seven rebounds i don't expect you to put up 14 shots, seven rebounds. Yeah, right. It, it, it works. When yeah. You work the system the right way. So hopefully they, uh, they can uh, kick it in gear and get past that first round.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, you know, going back to the Flames and, you know, kind of the future, Floyd, is there anything that you want to promote, you know, that for, for the people here in Arizona? Is there anything that you want to share, promote, plug, um, cause that's part of the reason why we're here, you know, getting the word out and letting people know. So absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So Sunday 4 16, we'll be at Avondale sports center, seven to 9 PM. These are open runs and tryouts. We are just having guys come out and do a few drills and we play a basketball. Mm. That's the only way you can really see talent on both sides of the court is to actually play the game. So we're going to be playing the game. Uh, We just entered into a new league called Ahead of the Game League, which was started by uh, the San Diego Geniuses owner, Lester Mayo. Uh, We will perform in the Ahead of the Game League from now up until September, kind of using that as our preseason to find games for guys, find guys uh, that can gel together and get that chemistry early. That way, when we start our ABA season in October, we got a solid roster of guys who know each other, who played together already, familiar with each other's game and the vision that we have as the Flames. Um, so that's exciting. Ahead of the game league. Uh, it is composed of teams like ourselves, the Arizona Rams, um, San Diego Goats, Geniuses, and a few other teams are thinking about joining. So that's exciting for us right now. Uh, Starting in May, we'll be over at the facility from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. open runs and tryouts. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the first two months, we're just doing open runs just to get people familiar that we play basketball. Mm. Although this is a community team, we still play basketball. And that's one of the most important aspects. So, um, Avondale Sports Center, then we're at the facility. In June, we actually get to launch our first. youth program. Uh, we'll have a training and camp set up for the kids starting June 5th, running all the way through the 16th of June over at the facility from 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, we'll have some exciting stuff going on throughout the day for the kids, but we are going to play some basketball. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, that's Arizona is Arizona's a big basketball town. I didn't learn yeah. that until I actually started The Flames, and I was trying to find gyms. I'm like, wait a minute. How many teams y'all got over here? Like, God. I didn't <laughs> yeah. basketball.
1: So, like, it's like supermarkets. Yeah, yeah water on every it's corner. <laughs> um,
2: what else do we have coming up? Earth Day. We will be with uh, Phoenix Parks and Recs on uh, 422 out at one of the uh, parks in uh, Phoenix. Uh, planting trees. Uh, Can't say you care about the world if you don't show you care. So we're going to go plant some trees and go holler at them trees to give them our carbon dioxide take some good oxygen so we can (laughs) breathe for the rest of the season. Um, Every Thursday and Friday, starting in May, we will be over at Andre's House of Hospitality until they figure out what's going on with the um, encampment around there. They still have the soup kitchen running, so we're going to keep showing our faces over there, being a part of that. A lot of um, um, smaller community and booths that we'll be in, uh, just in all the various towns, all the way from Anthem to Prescott, uh, going up to Flagstaff because flames are spreading, flames Mm -hmm. are spreading. Um, So that's exciting. I'm really excited about the youth opportunity uh, that we have because that's one of the ways that we had planned on compensating our guys last year. Uh, We never actually got that program off the ground, which is why I said 98.9% of the stuff we tried to accomplish. But this year, we have a good chance of getting that off the ground the right way. Uh, We have some exciting people from the community that just have offered their help. Like, I want to be a part of this. I see what you guys are doing. I see the potential that you have. So we're asking anybody that wants to be part of the Flames family. Whether you want to be a player, whether you want to be part of the staff, whether you want to be part of the support, whether you want to be part of the behind the scenes, sponsors, community partners, hell, investors. I got opportunities for investors now that we've built value into this thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, And we will also be launching our second team this season. We have ownership in the Scottsdale Titans. You know, Mm. we went from the Arizona Flames. Now we have a portion of the Scottsdale Titans. Uh, thanks to my man, David, who's the other co-owner of the Titans. There's some exciting things and opportunities that are about to take place. Um, so, yeah, brother, we got we got some stuff going on
1: that we ask you
2: to get involved. <laughs> get yeah. involved.
1: The if growth is crazy. Yeah. If
2: three or an idea or a foundation or organization that is doing some good work, yeah. that is doing some good work, we want to be a part of that. Yeah. Our philosophy is we don't have to reinvent the wheel, just find out how it spins for us and stand mm. behind those that are already spinning theirs. That's yeah. it.
1: Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. I don't
2: have to start anything new because there are already people that are fighting for some or fighting against something that we just need to support. So that's, what, that's my shameless plug there. Find us. Our website is being reconstructed, but it is www.arizonaflames.com. You can find us on every social media platform, just typing in Arizona underscore flames or uh, Arizona dash flames or just Arizona flames. There's a lot that's been popping up on Google about us lately. We've been Mm -hmm. over like the first two, three pages of Google Blames everything. So mm-hmm.
0: uh, that's, that's when you know. know. When you show yeah, up on Google, that's when you know. <laughs> those
1: results. You got to get up on the top of those results. I
0: had <laughs> well, sponsors.
1: Everything. Yeah.
2: Uh, all all the bots and stuff that's been in, in my email talking about. Hey, I sent you a video for your SEO. Your <laughs> I'm calling y'all this season to really get us <laughs> where we need to be. All the manufacturers that's on Facebook and Instagram, hey, sir, ma'am, we have a manufacturing company. We want to complete this. I'm calling y'all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all.
1: No empty words around here. You're taking that <laughs> off. <right laughs> oh, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, I, Yeah, and, and just one last thing to speak to, like, the character of the Flames too. I mean, think about that, right? In inaugural season, there were sponsorship opportunities. But Floyd and the Flames said, "Hey, don't give us our money. Don't give us your money yet. Just wait till we can show you that we're going to stick around and show you that we have a product that's worth putting your that's money real. into.
1: That's real. Yeah.
0: Like I don't know. I don't know many people, if any, who would say no to money on the first go around. But but the reasoning behind that makes so much sense. And that right, that is the definition of integrity and honesty.
2: So yeah, that, that's where we want to be, brother. Yeah. It
1: becomes more of a bond, not just someone that." provides you with like financial benefit, becomes like, hey, like we're in this with you, not like for Absolutely. you.
2: What I found out this first season that if if you constantly just give, 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 people fall in love with your hand and not your heart. Mm. And I want people to fall in love with the flames for real, bro. Uh-huh. Uh we we want to have an impact and, and that's through integrity and transparency and, and dollars are the, the US dollar is losing value anyway. That's true. <laughs> I would much rather have the person's heart than their dollar. Mm. Right.
0: Right. Seriously. Right. And I mean, the opportunity that you're going to have for these kids in the youth program, yeah. an opportunity for guys my age. I mean, I didn't think I was going to be playing basketball at this level, having never played, you know, at it. I'm a,
2: glad a, you did.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Hey, for those that don't know, Max was very key for us. Max came in, no complaining, none of that crying mess, none of that big ego. He came in and said, How can I work? How can I get better? What can I do to help? And Mm. that was his outlook from the start till we finished the season. And I mean, it was even times when Max beat himself up because he wasn't doing where he thought he should be. And I'm like, Max, wait a minute. Just. You're just getting started, bro. Like yeah. you don't know the impact that you had on the game for the plays that you don't think you really had an impact, bro. you're the only one that set people were looking for Max to set them screens. Like, Yo. <laughs> like
1: Max screens Max, are crazy. Bro, <laughs> crazy. Max, Max screens don't are know. crazy. Yeah. It
2: was, it, was, it was a couple games where the games were close. Max got us a couple key rebounds. He didn't pat himself on the back for that. Mm -hmm. Max went back into his mind thinking about the plays that he didn't make. Like, man, how can I get better? And those are the type of people that I love around me because they want to make everybody better, including themselves, including themselves. So, Max, thank you.
1: Salute, Max. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: No, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Absolutely. 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 We Absolutely. love having you. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, you, look, the off season has been in full swing. I've taken like three days off in the past two months, so we are working. So hey. like you said, next season is going to be scary.
2: Hey, very scary, brothers. You're very yeah. scary. So everybody watching this, if you got an ABA team in your town, tell them to reach out. We'll come out there. <laughs> give the you the
0: Yes, sir. All right. Well, hey, Mr. Floyd Brown, thank you so much for joining Shrey and I on the Amateur Hour podcast. Uh, It has been an absolute pleasure to have you and the Flames organization here in-house. We are more than excited for what is going to come over the next couple of months. I mean, if you guys aren't getting jittery, I definitely am. Uh, This is huge. And this is stuff that does not happen every day. Uh, And this is a really exciting program, organization, and the people behind it. Um, so thank you for coming on the amateur hour podcast with us. Hey man,
2: thank you for having me. And always remember hashtag fan the flames, follow the flames, fuel the flames, because flames fuel change. Flames on.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Flames on, baby. Fan the flames. Wow. That was uh that was great. And thank you again to Floyd Brown for joining us. Uh that was that was an awesome interview. I had I had a lot of fun. That was he, he. His energy is just infectious. It is infectious and a great perspective. You know, it's not every day that uh, you know you're owning and, and starting a, a basketball franchise. So from the to ground have, up, too, from that. the ground, literally from nothing, which is crazy. And it being broadcast. I mean, I remember my dad watched a game in Massachusetts on the on one of the streaming things. Yeah, like, that is crazy. I'm on TV. I don't know. <laughs> That's, uh, it's super. So, so really excited for the things that the Flames are doing here in Arizona uh, and just that they're doing in general. Again, it was great to have Floyd on the podcast. Shrey, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode 100 of Amateur Hour. This is a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with your other host. Shrey. And we will see you next time. Peace.